Welcome to Strongest on the Field Radio, where we aim to educate youth athletes, sports coaches, strength coaches, and parents on sports performance. Internet. Welcome back to Strongest on the Field Radio. This is Juan Guadarrama. we got another awesome, dope episode lined up. Uh, on the other side of the screen, we got Ronnie Lopez. Ronnie, you want to say what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? And then we have a, a repeat offender, Chris Harms. Arms by Harms. Enough first time. Damn. What up, baby? <laughs> Uh, probably a foot taller, longer hair, better looking. Embo's laughing in the background. Embo's <laughs> pregnant at this point in time. Things are going great. Yeah, uh, give some love, man. She's she's showing. She's showing a little bit. Yeah, it's a boy. I think she she hasn't revealed the gender, but I'm gonna go with boy. Boy. Yeah. You want to take a guess on? Uh, well, I mean, what other? I mean, on, what other option do I have? I'm gonna go girl. You, I mean, you can go boy too. We don't go, have to be on the opposite team. I'm gonna go in between. <laughs> uh, half. What? That's, that's what is thing. it called when it's half and half? Embo? Do they identify differently? It's the baby's option. Anyways, we gotta do an update with Chris Horns. We've known uh, Chris for a while now. Uh, all of us have now yeah. racked up some reps coaching. Uh, Chris, can you tell us where you're at now? I am at the beautiful uh, University of Hawaii. Where is that? In, uh, that would be in Hawaii. There's a state in the middle of the Pacific. Nice. Yeah, it's this little island. Uh, there's a few of them. So this one's on, uh, this is Oahu. So that's where the capital, Honolulu, is there. I'll send you the map one. Yeah. <laughs> Never been. Never been. Maybe one day you can come out here. Yeah, man. Fortune. Check it out. I need to. I'm in the doghouse for not taking my wife places. Um, but Lucas's passport came. Not that you need a passport to go to Hawaii, but it, it's a good excuse for a trip. Where does Florida want to go? Uh, well, we're going to go to Mexico two times this year. Um, and then probably, screw it, we'll ship it. We'll go to Hawaii. What's the first? What are the reasons to go in from, uh, for going to Mexico? Uh, there's a wedding, there's a quinceanera, and there's a wedding. Who's getting married? Some of my friends that I know. Is that this weekend? That's this it's weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think people are tuning in to really care about what I'm doing. So we're gonna go ahead and transition this to, and talk about if Chris, you can give us some updates. Um, how's coaching been? You've been there for how long now? So I will just. We have one week left of class, and then uh, that'll be my full year, right? So I started last. Let's say end of August, September. Yeah, so full school year. Nice. Here, um, yeah. Last time we talked, that was at Occidental College. Yeah, so, you know, that's right. Dude, last time I saw you, you were waiting. You happened to call. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this. Called the person, and they're like, "Yeah, you're in. You're supposed to be coming." Uh, why didn't no one tell you? Right. Uh, a little crazy story. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it, but if you are, you should talk about it. Okay. We can talk about it. 
Yeah, so what? So I, I'm a graduate assistant. That means that I, I'm going to grad school in addition to being a strength coach. So I had to get into the school. Um, that was like a prerequisite. I got the job, but I had to get into school. So I have a friend out here. He's a GA as well. He's a grad assistant. And so he kind of gave me the like notice of this job. So I, that's how I ended up here. Long story short, I, you know, because of him, he kind of let me know. So I had to, whatever. So the school, the, what what ended up happening? I applied to the school to get in, and they somehow lost my transcript. So my transcript from Occidental didn't. I don't know. They lost it, but they they said I never sent it. So they're waiting. They waited all summer. And in fact, I didn't even know that I got it. I had to call. I called the secretary because I talked to my friend out here, and he was like, "Hey, you got like." Because I told him I don't think I got the job, you know, because it's been so long. He's like, "No, that's you're the dude. You're the guy. So let's make some calls." So we had me call uh, Sheila. She's the secretary of the kinesiology department. Are you guys friends and now? She had. What's that? Are you friends with Sheila now? Oh, Sheila's the, she's the homie, she's the goat, I, you know, we always have this moment, because she, I told her who I was, and she said, oh, Chris Harms, oh, I have a, your letter right here, um, so when, when will you be out here, and I was like, what, like, what do you mean, when I, I haven't, I don't need, I haven't gotten it, I don't know, like, and she was like laughing, like, oh, you, yeah, you, you got the position, congrats, like you're in. And so I, you know, I never even got that letter that said I got it. So I might, I might be a fake, I might be fraud. I might have to leave pretty soon. Watch out, <laughs> So that's how I kind of got the position. I, that's how I found out about it. So and then once I got out here, I walked up, literally walked up to the office and said, you know, I need this transcript so I can, you know, get my classes. And they, uh, they said they said like let me go look and they found it in a file cabinet and somebody just filed it away without like checking the box off so it's probably an intern huh yeah i mean little things like that sometimes in in hawaii not to like disrespect hawaii but sometimes it gets like little things slide by you know how how's the dynamic this, this question just came to mind being a student and a strength coach to the other students does it change the dynamic, uh, or is it because you're a little bit older? It doesn't feel like that. Is there any sort of feeling? Uh, no, not not with the athletes. I mean, uh, I think they know. It's not like I go to class with them. You know, I, I'm going to different classes. Um, some of them are actually, and I have to teach classes as well to like undergrad, you know, undergrad kinesis classes like weight training, which I enjoy doing. But they they know. I don't know. I do look kind of young for my age, so sometimes, like, uh, an offensive lineman even last week asked me how old I was. He's out of the blue, like, how old are you? And I told him, and he was just like, okay. But, no, there's never been anything like that. Like, I think they know. I mean, I think I, I've been out for a few years, so I kind of have gained that. Maybe I've gotten, like, a hardened look, you know? I'm not this little soft freshman. Debatable, but uh, let's talk about the classes that you teach. What do you teach? Yeah, so I just got done actually. I teach two classes. Um, it's weight training. It's a, a mandatory class for any kinesiology major here at Hawaii. So I teach two of them. Um, there's like six of them, and if you go on and say one, if you want to enroll at the University of Hawaii, continue your education. You can find my name. It's like listed six times because I'm I have six of these classes, but I kind of like 
pimp them out to the other uh, GAs, kind of cover me, because I couldn't do six. That would kill me, in addition to the teams and stuff. But um, what do I do in the classes? I teach general um, strength and conditioning. So we go, there's always, I try to build the strength first. It's similar to you guys. I mean, Deuce and Deuce Athletics, I treat it the same way. We're kind of have a cross-finish um, you know, a little Metcon finisher type deal at the end. Try to keep it fresh and fun, but also spend time to educate and um, educate them on why we do stuff. We do have a couple midterms. Uh, I try to have fun with it too. Well, but um, how much- it's really good for me to to uh, kind of test my my ability because I'm like coaches prep, right? If you have to coach and and like actually say like why you do something or if they have questions back because a lot of athletes they just kind of they don't really care you know they right. just move around but some of these students do care and so they challenge me to get better so how much freedom you have to build that curriculum and what is the curriculum i, I, I kind of want to get into the details only because uh i'm about to start my first cycle of my strength class and i'm making it more like a curriculum rather than Hey, we're just going to work out, and then I'm going to teach you a couple things. Um, so I'm very interested. I don't know if you can go into more detail of like how you planned it or how it was built. Yeah, so there was, just coming in, there was a syllabus already made, and I kind of, I tailored it slightly, but the subjects basically remained the same. You know, I, it wasn't like I lectured all the time. Probably lectured maybe once a month. Um, as far as like an in-depth lecture every day I kind of hinted on stuff um, and we kept it pretty basic because you'd be surprised the stuff that we as coaches think that is like everyone should know like muscle contractions or even like the macronutrients of food but um, they are college students so they don't always those things kind of go over their head but um, uh, we have there are homework assignments we start with their goals what their goals are goal whatever and then they have to write keep track of the workouts the whole year and see their progress and then like i collect them we have one class left on monday and i'll collect those progress logs and um, we have the goal assessment so they go over their goals and then we do have some tests we do like baseline you know from you guys that's still that we do baseline like three times a year uh, the strength wise, like today we did one rep all week. We did one rep maxes and back squat, bench press, deadlift, and press. And it's not necessary that I tell them all the time. Like I'm not going to be like a PE teacher and you have to get better. You have to do this. I have to see like improvement because we all know how that goes. This dog the first day. I try, and they are college age, so I just educate them on this is like their life and their body and they kind of will get out what they want to put in and i think that that, that does have a connection that does resonate with just about most of them so um I, I do enjoy teaching those classes sometimes they can be challenging because you do have people in there still that don't want to necessarily do something really hard and challenging but um that, that's a challenge for me to try to get them to be better you know Hey, Chris, um, uh, Juan, did you have a follow-up to that, or can I ask something? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Chris went from Occidental, from, you know, a D3 category to a D1 school. What are some differences? And aside from resources, because we know D1 schools have more resources, mm-hmm. what type of athlete? Are you noticing uh, differences in the athletic makeup, physicality, mindset, things like that from D1 to D3? Yeah, um, 
they are better athletes just natural they just move better and then they for the most part and I'm not saying like every one of them is like this but they uh, they'll kind of do what it takes and a lot of them have even more like bigger aspirations than just say this season so a lot of you know the football players baseball players they want to get drafted you know so they're looking at it as like a career you know they can make money off of this whereas Oxy very rarely you know will you have somebody make it make that next step so these athletes they look at it as like almost you know like money like they can make money off this so they're going to take it much more serious in a way it's like you know we'll test them or whatever and they, they'll want to see they push it kind of to the limits and they're not they're not going to like pull back anything and so that that's much I'd rather have an athlete like that where I can hold them back you know they're they're always like football especially those guys they want to find their rep max all, or they want to max out all the time so I'd rather have that than somebody that stays so far from that and, and is afraid to kind of push their boundaries so that would be the biggest difference between here and, and Oxy I would have to encourage more at Oxy push more at Oxy um, and here it's it's a little easier you, they're kind of you can let them let them go a little bit you know, and, and see what they can do and bring it back how many GAs do you guys have in Hawaii? There are four total GAs. So what? we're losing two of them, if you guys want to apply. We're losing two of them. <laughs> Ronnie, you're up. Next week. So there are four GAs. How tall do you yeah. have to be? <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys is going to hate me for saying this, but I think he's, what, five? I'll give him five, six. Dude, I'm five, six. Is there, a, uh, is there a lift requirement? Hey, actually, that was part of the, uh, I don't want to give away the, the job interview, but you had to film yourself. Um, it was back squat, five rep max, bench press, five rep max, change of direction, something change of direction, and uh, plyometric. All right. Oh, and a power clean. I'll Three be back. I'm going to film this shit real so, quick. Yeah. <laughs> and they watch it, and just movement more. quality? Well, yeah, that's all being assessed. I'm not just I'm not just looking at numbers. I want to see how well you move. One, this isn't, you know, it's not like a powerlifting, weightlifting. This is to be a graduate assistant. If you're sloppy, how can I trust you to coach one of my athletes? Bro, be a sloppy show athlete? me coach. Yeah. Show me coach. Show, show me coach. coach. I I sent something to Ronnie yesterday and Chris, but I don't know. The story disappeared, uh, and I sent to Ronnie and Chris a couple times um, and it's uh, tri- uh, schools and their coaches like maxing out on the power clean or clean or something and it's I would say it's decent weight but it's just such poor movement quality uh, and the comment I made yesterday was like Yo, am, I, am I missing something is like is that acceptable um are there times where you have to balance I'll let you max out let it look ugly or what's kind of the the fine line you do you play as a coach yeah I mean it definitely depends on the head guy so uh, if the head guy is more uh, particular about his, the, the way the movement looks as opposed to the weight then um, he'll kind of dictate that and that's for me I I like to build my athletes with a linear progression. 
So I think like linearly they'll progress uh, properly, and that's with the same execution, and will barely go up every week, right? When they start out talking, um, and then once they have that kind of that that movement down with the, the posture and the position looking like how we want it, um, and then they can kind of like we'll rep max more often once they have that. But it's not like I don't, I'm not a big fan of like the first day they'll come in and I'll have them max out because you know it's just going to be poor so you kind of have to set the standard hold the standard uh the whole year right of what that movement should look like and then they can once they have that down and they know what you want and your expectations then uh they'll kind of follow suit you know it's not just like i'm saying okay five at max today and don't teach them how to do it and don't really guide them the whole way the whole year i mean literally the whole year um but so it's kind of you know walk before you run type deal yeah that's just how that's how I am and that's how a lot of the coaches here are the same mentality um because with that being said I think I mentioned it last time about UCLA right they have a little bit better athletes so they're already throwing 97 out of high school or whatever and so if we let them max go one at max and it's all it's very sloppy and they hurt themselves in the weight room then that's going to increase my chance as a coach to uh, be shown the door, you know? Yeah. So. It's, a, it's a very hard line to walk, I'm sure, especially with the, the better the athlete. Yeah, yeah, definitely with, like, the football team. Those guys are so competitive with each other. And if one guy, you know, does 405 and this other guy wants to hit 405. Um, but I'd rather have that problem than, you know, like, one guy hitting – 135 and the other guy afraid you know what I mean has it been easy for you to diffuse that competition when you run across that moment where one guy wants to go up just to beat the guy next to him um depends on the athlete and depends on how who they they look at me as you know so if I'm like the enforcer coach um then they'll know, like, okay, he's serious. But if I'm just like, whatever, and passive about it, and you, and you go and you just whatever me, you know. So, um, so there's a lot that goes into that. You know, I think the coaching dynamic there's a lot of levels to it. It's a very complex thing. So, is that a meat meal again, song? <laughs> yeah, he's free. Free meat meal. Free yesterday. No. Good for him. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris, what teams do you have? I, don't, I know you have a football okay. team and you're training with them. What teams do you have? And I don't want to get you in trouble with any of your athletes, but what team do you enjoy the most? Oh, I'll start with what teams I have. So I have men's golf, men's tennis. Uh, both of them are competing in the Big West playoffs this weekend. So nice. Good luck to them. Golf just wrapped up today in their last lift. And then I have sailing. Sailing is co-ed. Um, so some sailors, you know, they're out on little boats, and, the, and, the, and they have a, they have a little dinghy. Uh, what's it called? A regatta. They got a regatta coming up this weekend. So those are my three teams that I take full ownership of, and I, you know, do all the programming, and I'm, I'm kind of the, the dude for those teams. And then I help out with baseball. I got the pitchers. I help out with the pitchers, and I help out with football. And then I help out with softball. I hope I didn't miss any team. <laughs> now the question uh, yeah, was, uh, what's your favorite? Favorite? 
And why? Yes. And the, why? The sailors, sailors have a lot of fun. I think that they're probably the like a party team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so they're they're fun. It's a co-ed team, so there's men and women in there, and they aren't um, necessarily the best athletes. So, like I was saying with my KRS students, they might have the most like room to grow. So you can you know takes them a lot farther than say a football player that's already jumping 36 inches or whatever so we can do that but um the tennis team those guys they get after it they're fun to work with there's no they're 100% foreigners so I've learned a lot you know with two Canadians that's the closest to America when the tennis team comes but they, those guys they love to get in the weight room I don't know if you've trained tennis players especially on the same team but these guys are constantly practicing against each other playing against each other and so they're always beating up on each other and so they're even doing that in the weight room you know and they keep pushing each other to get them better so it's pretty fun to watch and uh there's a lot of german guys on the team so they speak in german when they like you know to stand up the back squat and so it gets like pretty uh if you've heard german language it gets you know pretty, pretty uh pretty crazy yeah so I, I do enjoy the tennis too uh what is uh what does your day look like now so you said you got to teach you got to do the student yeah, thing uh, you got to do the coaching thing how are you managing that so i still you know strap up the boots still get up before 15 in the morning i don't know i don't post it because it's already 7 15 over there so it'd be like yeah but um so i get out there i go Football's been practicing. They had spring ball starts at six. So we got to get here at five thirty to set up and and do like their pre uh, pre practice routine. And then we'll warm up football. Uh, then we go to practice and we have to deal with the injured athletes at practice. They do what's called the pit. We just basically have them work out for a while, whatever they can, you know, whatever they can do. And it's usually not the most fun stuff. Um, and then golf, golf lifts at six too. And then I have my classes, so class starts at 9.30 on my Wednesday. So today was Wednesday, 9.30, I have my class at 10.30, and then I'm talking to you guys. Around this time is usually when I lift myself. All the coaches usually train around midday. There's no teams that, that lift midday. There are some classes going on, but we'll have to move around them, um, like other classes. And then what do we got? Sales in the afternoon, softballs in the afternoon, baseballs in the afternoon. Tennis, they were lifting pretty late, so they lifted at 4.45, so I would get home at like 5.30, 6 o'clock. So it's a pretty full day. And then if you want to add in the classes, I have class after that. Um, one day a week, the classes are only one day a week, um, so it's usually night classes, like 6 to 7 to 8 to 9. So a pretty full day, you know, but there's really nothing I'd rather be doing. It is, sometimes we are in Hawaii, so especially when I first started out, I was so, you know, I just wanted to, like, go explore and go to the beach or go hiking and everything, and it's, the weather hasn't been the best, but it's pretty nice right now. I'm looking at, you know, these palm trees right now, and I should turn around, you guys are looking at me, you're missing the view, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, blue skies and uh, all that, but that's the weekend, usually the weekend. I'll get a chance to go check it out. I've been around the island a few times. And I know some spots, you know, that I like to, to go to. So it's not a bad place to be. 
you've liked Hawaii. You like you've liked your time there, right? It's been a good time. And, and yeah, I would say so. I mean, I was so curious too. I have some cousins that actually live here, and we'd always meet up at family reunions, and they were always so interesting to me. They're coming from Hawaii, and I've always, I don't know why. Like, it's like a different. It really is like a different country in a way. It's like once again one. If you look at a map, it's like in the middle, right? It's very disconnected from the mainland and so with that being said the culture is different out here things just it's like a different it is it's it's a different uh different everything so it's been a good experience to uh, learn a lot and it's a beautiful place don't get me wrong so i I have enjoyed it Uh, hey chris what's uh what's a stereotype people get wrong about your position about GA or just a strength coach? Strength coach in the university system. Um, pretty, I would say, you know, pretty much like in a box, pretty strict. And, uh, yeah, that's something I, I've, I've heard people mention. It's very, it's very rigid. rigid. I would say rigid. Rigid. Yeah, very very rigid. You don't have freedom to express your your beliefs and whatever you want to do with your app, yeah. and it's all coming top down. Yeah, is, is no, that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And even when I first started, you know, I was at Sac State was where I first started, and um, it was a pretty. I'll say the head guy there. He ran it. It was a pretty strict program. And the internship coordinator had always talked down on, like, CrossFit. <laughs> and so I just started out. I had, I was so wide-eyed to, to all this stuff because I didn't, once again, didn't have a strength coach in college. I didn't even know that I wanted to do this. I didn't even know what it really was. And so I just started out, and this coach is, like, bad-mouthing CrossFit, you know. And still, like, I'm known here because of my connection to you guys and, and Deuce. Um I'm kind of known as like the CrossFit. Anybody, it's not anybody, and it's just CrossFit. It's like they think of like that's me, and wow. and, I, and and that can be a bad thing too, because like these guys, they don't really know. They've never done a CrossFit class. Like they've started to. I think I've helped out with that, like broken hey, down the, the barrier between just, the two. Just send them in a couplet, and then tell them to come back to you. <laughs> no, yeah, they're afraid to work out with me, but not that I do anything crazy. But um, there is like this this pretty this wall between like crossfit and i would say like the collegiate strength conditioning coach and that's like this whole thing with variance and and all that and like being being able to miss lifts i would say is more the stereotypical crossfit you know um and that's not the case and i i've i kind of mixed the two merged the two like I don't like to do the same thing over and over again with my athletes, especially the farther along we go, the more they can do. So we're, the conditioning every day changes for my teams, and that helps with them, and that also helps with me because I'm more energized to do it. So if we're doing what the fourth week of the same program, which is pretty common, the same you know block, right? They got their supersets, whatever, like eight lifts. Um, and we're doing the same thing for four weeks in a row, and this is the fourth week. That's not only not only for the players is that going to be kind of monotonous, but also for me to coach that. Yeah. I'm going to have less 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 to coach, and I enjoy coaching and teaching. So that's where we'll, we'll get to mix it up. 
And uh, fortunately, I have my golf team, tennis team, sale team. The numbers aren't huge. It's not like football. There's 40 guys. So we can't always, like, teach them some crazy complex that's new, and that'd be harder. So I understand that, you know, the, the complexity and the levels to it. But I, I also think that we can all – why can't we all just get along, you know? It's like we're all, we're all in it for the same purpose, and that's the – you know, make, really make people better movers and better at, at life or whatever they, they're training for. And so... Have you thrown that, in, uh, in a different way, EMOBs or AMRAPs? Oh, we, we do that all the time. <laughs> um, there's some of the pit with football. When I first went out there, like in the spring, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, and if I was in charge, I'd just say AMRAP, you know, 15 minutes. And like, cause I named the exercise. All right, here we go, AMRAP 15. And all these dudes are looking around. I'm like, let's go, like AMRAP 15, ready, three, two, one. And then the, another coach is like, AMRAP as many reps as possible. Just keep moving, you know, basically. And so I just thought AMRAP, that's like common. And with my athletes, it's common knowledge now. But with these other, you know, these guys never been uh, experienced, had any experience with it. Um, there's a different, different deal, but. Deuce brand is repped well out here. I will, I will say that uh, those stickers that you guys send every coach has it either on their computer, on a clipboard, on a, on a water bottle. So you got to get the new Hermosa ones. Uh, Chris and Ronnie uh, have these new uh, the beach ones with the palm tree on it. Yeah, no. Well, shipping is a, is a thing here. You know, shipping like there's no Amazon Prime that takes like over a week. So I try to. Uh, I'll be hopefully in LA in a couple weeks. Oh, so maybe I can okay. stop by. But um, even a baseball player, like he doesn't even know. He just stopped at two and the local looked cool. And he said he like ordered a sweatshirt or something. So that's Chase. Shout out to Chase. He even has it on his car. He's never even, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So um, over the last year. Maybe, maybe. But what? I'm saying maybe if you want to expand to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, I got to get my passport first. Right. Well, you got the hair for it. Can you put that in the little braid? Almost. Give me a couple more months. <laughs> okay. Is that what you're doing, Juan? Are you going for the ponytail? Just Dreads. The Dreads. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a surfboard, you know? I got a surfboard. You, are, are you guys doubting me? I'm doubting you. I'm I have calling a, your bluff. I'm calling your bluff, bro. Remember, I used to have a nose piercing. I got a tattoo on my stomach. I don't think you should doubt me. I'm good. You won't do dreads. Anyways, Chris, <laughs> is there something in the last couple years that you used to believe as a strength coach that you no longer believe? Ooh, that's a tough one because for me coming in, like I said, I was so everything was new to me, and like I. I didn't really have out of college. Like, a lot of these athletes nowadays, if they're going to be a strength coach, they have a set program that works for them in college, and they're stuck with that, and they move on to be a coach, and then they want to keep that same deal. But I didn't. I was so wide open in college, in a way, that I didn't really have this, like, philosophy that was set in stone. And I think that really helped with me because I went to um, UCLA, and then I interned with the baseball team, and I, and I drove by Deuce. Remember how it all happened? And because I was pretty much, like, wide open to it, I was able to mix the two and stop by Deuce and learned a lot from you guys and still, you know, use some uh, methodologies from, like, from the two. So I kind of blend the two. Similar to what, like, Power Athlete does. You know, Power Athlete's uh, 
uh, I like to follow those guys. I think they're on to on to something there. So to answer your question, um, not really because I never really had a set belief. You know, it's 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 constantly changing. Um, something about mindset though, that would be something that has changed since the deuce. Um, mindset, the growth mindset versus the fixed. I would say looking back like from my baseball career it was relatively fixed like I was like a fixed division three baseball player and I wasn't very good but I could have grown from that and become better so that has changed I still think that I could I could be a better baseball player even today if I start training you know so that would be something the mindset would be the biggest change do you see some of that with the players that you coach now and are there times where you find yourself now more mentoring uh, athletes than just coaching them? Oh, yeah, 100%. All the time, I'm always preaching, especially if we have a tough year, like the golf team kind of had, you know, didn't win a lot of matches. Um, times can get hard in the weight room, especially 6 in the morning if they've had a hard night studying. So I have to keep kind of honing on that. It's not, you guys aren't fixed at this, like, you're not a bad golfer. You know, you can change for the better. Because if they don't believe in that, if they believe that they're the worst golf team and they're bad golfers, then what's the point of training? Like, why are we here? We're always going to be bad. So I have to keep reinforcing that ability to change and to grow. Um, and then baseball, I love, I love, I go to baseball games all the time, home games. We have a lot of home games because it's tough to travel in Hawaii. So even with those guys, you know, if they have, like, a bad game, I'm, I'm, I'm there to tell them, like, you've got to get another chance because you do. Baseball's a long season. You get a lot of bats. Um, and that's something that I struggle with. A lot of times, looking back on my baseball career, I think I was, like, the, the first at-bat would dictate kind of how the game went. If I, like, struck out that first at-bat, it would be really hard to get a you know, successful second at-bat. If I got to hit the first at-bat, then that second, you know, the confidence, I kind of rode this roller coaster where it should always kind of been uh, going upwards, you know. Hey, uh, what do you do to decompress when you're when you're tired, when you're winded, when you're when you just want to get away from it? What are some things you like to do to just empty empty uh, the mind? Yeah, so we're pretty lucky to be in Hawaii. Yeah, so <laughs> um, almost every day I go on this little hike type deal. I live on if you're ever in Hawaii. Or, you know about Hawaii it's called Tantalus it's like a popular lookout we have tour buses always passing where I live always going up so I go on this little hike to partially up Tantalus and uh, that always and watch the sunset usually you know it sounds kind of fair I just go on a walk I like a big walker so it kind of that's how I clear my head and then I go to the beach every weekend if I can if the weather's nice it's been raining a lot so um looks nice today though so go to the beach i learned to surf but um it's baseball season so like i said the weekend was pretty much full of baseball for me what about uh your kind of like personal support team maybe on a daily basis um around you who do you got what does that look like uh you mentioned your uh some family members um how do you use the people around you to kind of help you so the coaches here, the GAs, we all get along pretty well, I would say. So we bounce. We spend a lot of time together. So we, you know, always can bounce ideas and whatever we're, we're dealing with together. But then um, I do have a friend from Occidental out here. I see him every now and then. 
Um, and I have family on the other side, uh, so on the east side. Uh, I see them every week, actually. But the, the guy's a pastor at a church, so I've been actually going to church pretty uh, religiously. And uh, so, I mean, I've kind of formed a community there. And actually, one of the guys from the church gave me a surfboard. So that's sweet. So I have that. Um, and they're, they're very, very loving and, and supportive family. And their daughters all went away to school, so they kind of use me as a son. You know, look at me, kind of. They can help me out. They know what it's like to, to be in Hawaii. Because there can be times when it's hard and you miss home. Because, you know, island sickness, that's a real thing. So um, even, like, looking at you guys on, like, social media, that keeps me going, but it also makes me kind of miss it, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Which is like, hey, uh, Chris, you, being in the in the collegiate setting, there's this piece of the puzzle that most people don't recognize, and that's the actual sports coach. Mm-hmm. How has that interaction gone for you at in Hawaii, when there where there's more at stake than Occidental, mm-hmm. and, and have you had any conflicts? How do you, and how have you dealt with those? Mm, that's a good question, Ronnie. Um, yeah, it's a real thing. Uh, the sport coaches, so they have a lot of pressure to win, you know, even more so than like we have as strength coaches. So for some coaches, that can be pretty hard to deal with. Luckily for me, it hasn't been too bad. I've seen it with other GAs and coaches that, that have, it's been a hard time. Um, but my coaches are pretty supportive. They've been here, all of the teams that I've had, luckily the coaches have been here, you know, like 20, 30 years. So they're... Yeah, and they, they trust what I do. So that's one of the things, too. When I first started out, you know, like the tennis coach, he'd, he'd kind of have a closer look. He kept a little eye on me. And then once he, I don't know if he bought in or what, or, you know, so I think he believed in what I was doing and kind of let me go. Um, and so I haven't really had firsthand experience, but I do know other coaches, and I've seen it, you know. Coaches come in the weight room, and, and uh, it's, it's not always the – the most pleasant uh, environment when the coach is questioning what we're doing or, or whatever. So, but at the same time, as a strength coach, you have to know that that head, that head coach is going to kind of be your boss. So I'm not going to necessarily like say, screw this guy and do what I want. I have to work with him and, and see how we can get a productive uh, outcome out of that situation. So, is there um, maybe a current message that you're like trying to preach right now? Like, hey guys, let's focus on the on the process. Let's let's focus on the discipline part. Um, is there like a common thing that you're teaching your athletes right now? Um, well, yeah, right now I would say it would be the the mindset has been pretty consistent, so it keeps that growth mindset. When we first started out, you know, discipline had to be number one. But um, I do think, like, once that is the case and it's kind of set, then they become, they know, once again, that what the standard is, and then they can ride out with that um, discipline piece. So I don't always have to reinforce discipline. And if something goes out of line or whatever, we'll resort back to whatever punishment or anything that they have to do. But um, that piece has been pretty pretty set. Um process I mean all those things like I think they all fall under the, the mindset category so I guess like a, a simple answer would be to keep the growth mindset and uh, 
they have like a positive outlook and things can change for the better even when they're even when they're at their worst you know Hawaii is a much slower pace of life in general yeah. how do you defeat procrastination how do you how do you stay to your goals day to day yeah that's where you guys come in you know like really even so I'm I'm part of the online coaches prep with uh, Logan and he had a post I don't know if you guys are you guys on that Facebook group yeah so he yeah. posted like two days ago that video and I watched it and I felt like he was talking directly to me so I like did my homework I, I've been doing my homework but I haven't posted on the Facebook you know because I thought like I was, I was too good for that <laughs> so I've been posting on this so it's like really to see what you guys are always doing you guys are doing so much that keeps me motivated and keeps Dude, me going because I see you guys all of this. See how, you just yeah, you just talked about your day it's, it's slam but I don't look at it like, like it's hard to look at yourself like that so I look at you guys doing all this stuff and now I'm trying you got this podcast you have all sorts of not like what I do faking it's it like I'm just trying to I'm going to school and have this I do have papers due and stuff but um honestly it'd be it'd be you guys to see other other peers that I respect that are doing big things and so I just want to kind of stay up to that or, or try at least to stay up to you guys so keep keep doing that you know thank you are there yeah absolutely thanks for that man it's, it's we're all we're all on the hustle like Juan said uh, there, are there any mistakes you've seen the younger coaches, uh, younger GAs or interns make that kind of has it could have been avoided, maybe? Um, something that I, I notice is the tendency to overcoach. You know, so yeah. that if the coach isn't necessarily saying anything, sometimes or him or her saying anything, they think that they're not doing their jobs so they just start saying way too much right and then that athlete I notice it too I think I can read people pretty well and so I notice that the athletes on the verge of shutting down especially with football we have so many coaches in there that if one coach says something this, this, this guy and then another coach says something else to the same guy then some other coach says something else to the same guy and he's not even trying to be professional either. he just wants to be a football player and so and now all of a sudden he's on the verge of just quit like giving up on you because you you think that you're doing your job in reality you're, you're like overdoing your job and it's just making the situation worse um so like that less talk more rock thing I, that's something that resonates uh, big time with a lot of coaches that i see that they they miss that and i look back on the when i first started as a coach too and i first knew all this stuff or thought i knew so much stuff <laughs> that uh, and I wanted to share it with everybody. You know, I like to coach. So that was probably a mistake that I even made myself. Yeah, I think everyone does that to where you want to prove to yourself and to everyone, hey, I know my stuff. And then over time, as you get more reps in, you start realizing few words have a lot more weight. And you can also observe a reflection of how well you're coaching, uh-huh. give cues, give your athletes time to show you what they understood and then kind of grow grow from there i think it's i think it's just a common thing that everyone goes through yeah yeah it goes through it um so i know uh we got a jam so the next kind of section is the fun part less serious um we call this the fire round questions it's just whatever pops in your head um first one on a scale one to ten 
Ronnie decided to ask, how attractive are you? 9.5. That's good. That's nice. That's being real humble. Uh, what about your favorite word? Blue. What's your favorite curse word? Damn. What sound or noise do you like? Pop. What is that? What was that? Pop. 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 I thought it was something else. Oh, yeah. I don't know what type of program you guys are running in Hawaii. What other profession other than your own would you give a shot? Um, Navy SEAL. Nice. What is your favorite app? Deuce, Deuce Gym mobile app. Dude, plugging in. Um, Winning. What does one month from now look like? Or maybe what does summer look like um, in the future? And then what is what do you see yourself doing five years from now? Okay, one month uh, I'll be here coaching football. That's the, like really the big sport in the summertime. And the other athletes will stick around. So I'll be here. In Hawaii with you, Juan, you'll be here too, right? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going in there. Yeah. Uh, August, is, does August work for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When are you coming? Um, did I have like a week in May, May 12th to the 19th, I think I'm. Dope. So around there. What about five years from now? Uh, what does it look like? Are you planning to stay in Hawaii? I'll be in. 32 in five years. I'm old. I'll be Logan Gilbert in five years. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's hard to say what my ultimate goal is. I do like working with college athletes right now and in the college sector. But um, I also would like to see what the top, like professional or like a big uh, power five school looks like to see what the top of the top does and kind of be around that environment for a little bit. So, um, you know, if I leave Hawaii, I should be somewhere moving, trending upward. Yeah. Yeah, man, you can do it. It's tough. It's, it's, I'm getting, I'm getting to learn a lot about that, um, through my relationships and it's, it's a very challenging sector, just like the private sector. It's a very challenging one and very competitive, but man, mm-hmm. keep grinding, keep doing it. Man. Yeah. Cool see you up there. Well, same to you guys. I mean, I think it, it works both ways, right? You guys keep doing, keep, keep doing it. Every day. Keep doing it, so. Every day is awesome. That's all I got. Ronnie, do you have any other questions you want to uh, ask before we close out? No, that's it. That's it. I, uh, I, that's all I got. If um, oh, well, Juan just texted me right now. Uh, Chris, what what do you uh, like most about Juan? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is this part of the fire round? Or can I fire around? round, fire round. <laughs> it's just the first thing you come up with. I like his his height. I like him taller than Juan. I can look down on him. We're gonna end with that. Uh, for all the listeners out, oh man! For all the listeners out there, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Please leave us a review and tag us on social media. Don't forget to follow the blog. You got the Deuce Athletics blog and the Deuce Gym blog. Ronnie makes a big effort to keep that updated on a daily basis. So make sure to take a peek on that. For questions, comments, concerns, or features, email us at radioduceathletics.com. 
And the newest thing we got, you can go on the Deuce Gym online store with the code word of show me coach and receive 15% off. One thing oh, we damn. forgot, Chris, where can people follow you? Yeah, it's just my name on Instagram. I, I have uh, Twitter, but it's just a follow thing, so don't follow me. Follow are you, Kanye West instead. Are you going to uh, ever switch your name to Arms by Harms? Mm, that's just a hashtag, man. That's not a name. That's that's a hashtag. So I keep you hashtag. need a sticker or some sort. You need some paraphernalia with it. Yeah, well, you know, I know you're... You got the sticker game down. So uh, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. Adobe Illustrator kills that. me. It's not copyrighted yet, so go ahead. I'll, I'll come. I'll send you some designs. I won't. I won't find you or anything. So you're good. <laughs> How about that? That'd be a good tattoo. Your arm looks a little bare right there. I think it's a good spot for it. I still got some space. Arm. Look at that. Arm by arm. Damn. Damn. All right. That's all I got, team. Show me, coach. Bye. Bye, right, guys.